Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Jonathan Albin. It's a couple days before the 2019 Transvolcania Ultra Marathon. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> good, you arrived to the island yesterday? Yes, yesterday evening. And it's your first time to La Palma? Yes. But not your first time to the Canary Islands? No, I had a family holiday when I was... I must have been like around 10 or something like that to Grand Canaria. So it's like a standard English thing. I was going to say, like a good British family, you took your Canary holiday. <laughs> yep. Uh, we went dolphin watching but didn't see any dolphins, so we did everything <laughs> you meant to do, I think. And visited some good buffets and hotels and Yeah, all the, the standard stuff and got a little bit of sunburn. I was going to say, and brought home <laughs> a, a standard British sunburn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now you're back for round two in the Canary Islands, a little bit different style vacation. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit more... Um, exciting i think it's going to be a pretty big down saturday i'm really looking forward to it um we were just talking off camera before the interview about how interesting the men's field is this year like composed of lots of different types of guys yeah it seems like um having a big uh, bonus uh score for this race is really like main a lot of like good sky runners are here but then also Transocon is a massive race on its own so you've got a load of races that have always been coming out to do this race and then just other top athletes like schema athletes ultra runners mountain runners just like it's, it's a massive eclectic mix so it's gonna be really fun to race against the people I, I, I know and I'm friends with but then also some other people that I've never run against. Yeah I was gonna ask you how you feel about that because you are pretty um, like devotee to the sky running circuit over the last couple of years in terms of including those races in your race schedule so you see kind of the same types of guys at those races but this sky running race like you said you're gonna be running with people who you don't normally see in sky running. Yeah um I know, I love sky running and it's always nice to, to go and see different mountains and race against different athletes. It's kind of fun to go and um, yeah, try my hand against other athletes. But yeah. also being down here, it's like not exactly the terrain I'm so used to as well, like dry, rocky trails. Right. So, um, it's going to be pretty fun, but pretty challenging. Yeah, I was going to say, so you're British, but you live in Norway, which is like lands of like wet moss, rocks, swamps and stuff, stuff like that. And yeah. here we are on like a dry island where there's dust that comes up off the trail and exposed like dry rocks like totally different feel for you yeah i think it is different i think i certainly see a big difference in my results when i go from one to the other i think mm -hmm. up on the sort of scandinavian type terrain i'm so at home running on a little bit of snow wet trails and i can run my heart out cooler temperatures as well whereas down here it's totally different so it's a lot more about making sure I try and drink enough, making mm. sure my legs don't get too pounded by the harder ground, and it's a different ball game. And keeping your uh, sunscreen on your fair <laughs> <British> skin. <laughs> yeah, not, not letting it sweat into my eyes. Uh, I'm um, American, but all of my ancestry comes from the British Isles too, yeah. so yeah, I know about the sunscreen thing. Yeah. I, I might have to go and buy some actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so looking at your year last year, you uh, did a bunch of the short, shorter distance sky running type stuff, things up to about 50K, but then you also raced the longer trail world championships. I presume you've got like kind of a similar focus going on this year. Or what's your plan for this year? Yeah, the, the main problem with last year was I got sick in Andorra, so I missed out the sky race there, and that okay. kind of ruined my entire chances at doing the series. Okay. Um, so a sort of saving grace was the Sky Running World Champions last year in Scotland. Yeah. So I did the ultra course there and won. So that was nice, but it was a shortened course due to bad weather. So it wasn't exactly what I had hoped for. <laughs> uh, whereas this year I planned in to do the series again. Um, I've got a bare minimum races to do the series, but I think I'll add in another one if a okay. uh, race doesn't go to plan. So um, 
I've already done Japan, that was shortened, so that was 21 kilometres. Now we're here for 75 kilometres. <laughs> now I'll be at Buff Epic and then back at Tromsø. Okay. So um, sort of around this sort of sort of like 40 to 70 kilometre mark is sort of like a nice distance. I think you can push hard in the race uh, and then also you feel pretty tired afterwards but not completely destroyed. So I like these sorts of races as well because you can really get up into the mountains. Mm. It's not just sort of like short up and down. You really get up into the, the wilds. Yeah, just, so just a couple of weeks ago, you were in Japan racing the Mount Awa Sky Race, which, yeah, ended up being 20-something Ks in the end. 21, yeah, and the yeah. first five were flat and on road. <laughs> so I don't know how we did 1,500 metres climb over something like 13 K. Um, it, was, it was a great experience. Had really nice trails, uh, really fun. Um, and a really, really tough race because it was just so short. We were pushing so hard. And I went so hard on the final descent, managed to catch the leader, but then my legs were just completely empty. Okay. I think that's probably a, a result of skiing far too much in the winter and not running quite enough. So maybe one extra session of really pounding my legs and then doing a bit of a flat effort afterwards would have been nice. But live and learn. And uh, <laughs> here I am for 75k three weeks later. Yeah, I was going to say, just a couple of weeks later, you're here in like, I don't know... What was that? What was that race like? Two, two and a half hours, something like that. You're yeah. gonna take it up to seven this weekend. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think I'm slightly more used to seven than than two, but it's the first one of the year, isn't it? So you never know how it's gonna go. Um, just gonna have to go with the flow, try and have fun, and see see how I do. Um, this course is pretty unique in that it's got a lot of like there's a ton of vertical packed in, relatively speaking. I mean, not compared to some of the sky races you're in, you're uh, used to doing, but yeah, for like a ultra marathon course, kind of a lot of vertical, but there's also a ton of runnable terrain. Have you done any like specific training for that? Or are you just sort of trying to ramp up your, your training in miles? <sighs> I, I'm not. I've never seen the course or been here, so it's You're hard to do. Guess, some, yeah, just a few minutes. <laughs> just it's hard to do specific running training. But I did notice that after Mount Owl, uh, my my legs were destroyed on the downhill, and I know okay. we've got a two thousand meter downhill from the top down to the sea here. So I did go out and just try and run a bunch of really hard runnable downhill, mm. just try and pound my legs a bit. How'd uh, that just feel? To, yeah. Uh, they're still a little bit sore, to be honest, but I said <laughs> I'd go and get a massage and <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, but I, I don't know, I've been trying to ramp up my mileage slowly. I'm up to 100k a week now and I'm almost going to run that in this yeah, race alone. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> get your training weekend on Saturday. Now, since, since I started skiing during the winter, my, my training's changed completely, but that's also kind of fun. Um, so it's kind of a learning, uh, learning experience every year when you take this sort of big off-season and ski a lot more. Uh, it's got its benefits and its drawbacks, but I'm learning and um, hopefully it's going to pay off. Well, yeah, there are tons of examples from guys and women in the sport right now where it totally works to get off your feet and ski all winter, keep your aerobic conditioning right there and yeah, I think fresh the, legs in the spring. Yeah, the it's just uh, feels a lot more healthy just to give the body a rest from the um, the impact of the running because. It takes its toll on you, and especially, okay, maybe one year goes fine or two years goes fine, but if you want to be running until you're 60, it's, you kind of want to keep, keep your body in good shape, and I don't think running 12 months a year is really the best thing for it. So I'm glad I found skiing, um, which is a type of cross-training, which is really good for you, low impact, and it's just a lot of fun too. Mm. 
So does that mean you still want to be running when you're 60? I want to run till I die. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm actually really looking forward to the course. I looked on a map and it's kind of we go up from the sea and we're pretty much on ridge the entire time up to the highest point in the mountain where we do kind of skirt around the ridge on the rim of the volcano and then all the way back down to the sea again. And then we've got 300 metres of climb right at the end. Just a mean is, little hill, isn't it? And that'll be in the heat of the day as well. So um, I'm not looking forward to that last last half an hour, hour, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure I'll get through it and I'm sure I'll learn a bit. Grin and bear it and pull a banana from one of the trees <laughs> as you pass by. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck to you in making your way across the island this weekend. And we'll see you out there. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers.